Hey sluts, I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius sun, Scorpio moon, Taurus rising. I'm Danny, a Sag sun, Leo moon, Libra rising. And I'm Caroline Calloway, a Sagittarius sun, Sagittarius moon, Sagittarius rising. And we are your, your astro sluts. <laughs> I, I got so eager. I'm sorry. I was so excited. That you were perfect. Good. That was perfect. I was just so, I'm so hyped to be here. Oh my God. Well, we're hyped to have you. Have you. Thank you You're the so first much. podcast I've done as part of the Scammer book press tour that has asked me for my birth time and place before recording. And <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited to see what may you may have done with that information. <laughs> well, we've done a lot. We yeah. have. We've, we've done a lot with it. I am dying to hear. <laughs> Yeah, we're excited. We'll get into all of your birth chart information. And I feel like we always talk about like with astrology, especially when people are learning, it's so fun to have like an archetype or like a friend with like that, those placements that you can like relate back to. And you truly are just like the Sagittarius archetype. And I say that as a Sag. So I mean that in a positive way. No, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I often joke so I would say I believe in astrology, like, well, I go through phases. I, I believe in it more than I don't believe in it. I go through some phases where I just wake up on the wrong side of the bed and I'm like a little cranky and I like don't believe in anything like no God, no astrology world is meaningless sort of vibes. Yeah. But sometimes I really do believe more often than not, I really do believe it in it. But what I like to joke is that regardless of whether or not I believe in in astrology I make other people believe in astrology <laughs> because they see my birth chart and they're like oh like, oh so you're a sad sun moon rising mars and mercury like of course yeah. you'd be yeah <laughs> yeah so for anyone new trying to get into astrology this is going to be a good a good learning episode when you're like wait what's a sagittarius like caroline caroline calloway, calloway. Just is caroline calloway. yeah <laughs> it's I'm actually really glad that I'm a quintuple Sag because Sag princess that I am, I'm like, I want to be special, you know? You are special. You are. I'm like, the best podcast ever. Thank you. <laughs> you just come on and we hype you up. Yeah. Right? yeah That's yeah, kind yeah. of our vibe, typically. Incredible. I love that for us. <laughs> okay. So if people don't know you, you are yeah. an author. You have your first book out. As mm -hmm. of like a month now. Congrats. Exactly. You are, Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. You are an icon, an internet icon for probably 10 years now. Is that fair to say? Yeah. 10 years. And you're an it girl. You are a certified by the cut New York magazine. According to New York magazine. They said it <laughs> me. Just kidding. I've been saying it for years and I'm glad I finally said it enough that I got them on board. Literally. With it. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah, um, me too. you do you want to give people a little overview about you if they're just like learning about you for the first time, which I feel like they're not, but. You know, I've been asked a lot in these past weeks promoting my book Scammer available at carolinecalloway.com is like describe yourself and like elevator pitch, mm -hmm. describe it quickly. Um, and I've just, my go-to sentence has been, I'm someone who famously hasn't written a book until now, which by the way, yeah. how much video is there for this? Should I like. Should I try to hold the camera in a way that doesn't give me such an aggressive double chin? I or think it's should... like a vibe, honestly. You yeah. seem like really cool and just so casual and like you just don't give a fuck. I honestly don't. I I really, I'm, it's the working conditions here at CCHQ. Like my next scandal is definitely going to be like the awful labor conditions it's like there's so many fumes it's like the work is like all manual labor all on your feet I'm talking about gluing the books and like putting them together with the fancy end paper so whenever I'm not being my own like shipper and distributor and like book yeah. binder I need to be horizontal I need to rest the back so <laughs> I saw a tweet yesterday that's like why does Caroline Calloway keep giving interviews from bed does she have a medical problem and the answer is right now kind of my back hurts a lot <laughs> um, I think that's valid I think you're just living your truth you're letting I, yourself live I am. 
You're just yeah. BFFRing. Right. Okay. Know, there is I, the biggest spider on my wall. I just like have to take a minute to kill it. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh my God. It's, oh my God. It's really bad. I saw it earlier and lost it. And so I'm glad we've reconnected. I'm, I'm really glad it was the spider. I thought about asking you about it um, because I was like low key, but did Aubrey just get like the worst text of her life because she she kept looking at the what I thought was the top of the screen with just absolute horror I was like, wondering I thought, if you were noticing that I, I I thought I honestly thought you'd got a text like your grandma died like <laughs> mid-podcast or something no but it's I, an old friend you, that you I just looked, murdered you looked so horrified that I was like Do like you if you had just like been glancing up a little bit I would have like giving you some shit for like oh haha it's like lover texting like oh let's talk about it on the pod but I literally I was like I don't even think I should bring this up like I (laughs) I'm like really afraid of spiders and I have seen two in my house this morning and lost them both before I could kill them um and I I lost it like underneath this little table I have behind the computer and then I looked up and this spider was crawling all over my turntable and then just within 30 seconds, it's in the top corner of my wall, which it is just now splatted on. And I'll just maybe deal with it later. That later. Okay. Anyway, Welcome so back to your book. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm loving this so far. This is definitely not like any of the other podcasts I've been on. Well, I'm glad. I think we well, that's something you need. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, it's, I mean. We have all Sagittarius, the- Aquarius energy going on here. And yeah. so oh it's not going to be like the other podcasts. Where, that's where sure. do you have Sagittarius in your placement? Or do you just have Aquarius? I only have uh, Pluto in Sagittarius, which is like the Gen Z placement. Um, but otherwise, I'm just like a big Aquarius. And we stand by Aquarius and Sagittarius being like best friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Just like I- they are just different from the rest of the Zodiac yeah. in a way that just no one else can like. No one could possibly understand. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love that for you guys. Do you find that you get along with Aquariuses? If you pay attention to people's birthdays. Yes, you know, my um my best friend who is like my personal astro slut. Do you guys follow Alice Bell? She's an yeah. astrologer. Yes. Yes. We love She's an Aquarius. I, she I love it on the pod. That's who we were, That's talking, what we were about. talking about at the beginning. Wait. I okay. I love Alice. I would die for Alice. Alice, I'm sorry you had trouble working Zoom. I Love you so much. I miss you. I miss you a lot. I'm so excited about Alice's new book. Yeah, is it she came on to talk about her book. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it available in the U.S. yet or just in the I UK? I had to order it from the U.K. Yeah. Yeah. Coming I'm out so... in the U.S. in January, I think. You you won't believe this, but Alice, my Aquarius astro friend to my Danny Sagittarius energy, Alice and I have known each other for we met in 2006 so we've known each other I know like so long like we we've known each other forever we met when and we both went to this awful boarding school in Virginia and we were both super unpopular there and everyone was so mean to us and it just really bonded us for life yeah oh my god okay, I was wondering because so she's funny. also super like travel has been like going to school and stuff other places so that like yeah I hated that boarding school so much that I cut it out entirely from scammer like I was like scammers needs to be 150 pages I ideally I wanted it to be like 140 but it ended up yeah. being 158 and I was like it needs to be able you need to read it in a day 158 pages something's gotta go just cut that Virginia boarding school oh God, entirely so just didn't even mention it but so well we're gonna want the tea in the next book yeah so you're gonna you have no choice but to include that next oh time. yeah yeah no I have a whole book planned I want to write like a book about my life up until I changed my name to one of the day books I want to write is about my life up until I changed my name to Caroline Calloway I'm gonna call the book Gottschall by Caroline Calloway love which was love my that. original last name yeah. I do want to talk about the day book because I just like love that as a concept. 
I also think it's like is very Sagittarius energy. It's like you just want to like consume something in one sitting because you might like you might not be the same person the next day. You might not have <laughs> the same interests the next day. Um, but I was thinking, I feel like it's also like I feel like it needs to like we need to make a meme about like reading a girl uh reading a day book while eating girl dinner. For some reason, those things have the same energy to me. They totally do. Right? They totally do. I I love that. I I think it would be called girl book, <laughs> which is what you yeah. wanted to say. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I love the day book. Girl dinner, day book, exactly same energy. I love that observation. That's so fucking true. <laughs> also, did you guys mean to match your outfits to your microphones? We always we do. Just, we always do. I'm That's always incredible in my life. Like we uh, yeah. have a lot going on in like plugged into my computer, but let me show you a photo of, I bought a couch yeah, yesterday. It's so cute in here. <sighs> oh my gosh. Now it's, it's all green in here, which Stop. I'm Guys, I don't know if, uh, let me describe what I'm seeing. It's a giant <laughs> L-shaped lime green, yeah. modern, looks velvety maybe from this light could just be cotton but it also has like a removable modular piece it's very like um like low rectangular pillows and it's just the prettiest chartreuse neon shade of lime green it's gorgeous thank you so much and I bought it from a really hot boy so also a plus huge win (laughs) Yeah. Did you make a dad joke? Like, do you come with the couch? But Or did you refrain <laughs> from saying that? I didn't, I didn't know. I said, when you get back from Ibiza, let me know if you want to hang out and not move a giant couch up my stairs. Okay. That's much better than my idea. I thought <laughs> that's a much better, much better idea. I liked yours too, though. Maybe next time. Yeah, literally. No, next time no, you buy a couch. I don't. Well, I don't support it at all. For me too, so. I um I know I look extra ill. Usually I'm wearing I'm lying down, but I'm not nursing a giant uh Celsius like a baby bottle and wearing <laughs> a, a giant Matilda Jerf robe. Yeah. Um, oh, did I just fuck up the whole recording? I know you still I recording. No, we're good. Yeah, you're good. Okay, well, anyways, this is very on brand for what I'm saying. Usually I'm a, I'm more competent than I am today, and I look. Well, it always sort of looks like I'm FaceTiming one of my best friends when I go on these podcasts, because I am. But um, I am getting over the most violent hangover. It's day three of the hangover. My mom and I, when the big New Yorker piece came out, Praising Scammer, um, we drank what can only be described as a violent and lethal amount of champagne. Um, And we did not drink enough water that night and I these old bones I, it's prevented me it's made it difficult in the factory because of course you know it's right. like Victorian child labor conditions there are no days off you're sick you still have to go to work you lose a finger you keep going sort of vibes like it's all very it's I'm glad it's nice to have this chance to uh rest and to uh do something other than than manual labor but um if it looks like I'm slightly ill if I'm like if I need to take some like seaside air because I have like tuberculosis it's because I kind of do it's sort of that vibe <laughs> well I think you look stunning I'm like thank like, you drop the skincare routine I know, your like you're kind of glowing really <laughs> thank you it snake oil um <laughs> I literally do use it I'm not even joking but thank I also you. use a really good vitamin c serum and I alternate with a retinoid and then I put on a cream-eyed moisturizer and then I slug it all in with snake oil. Beautiful. Love it. It's Thank working. you. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so sorry. I've prevented us from talking about anything about astrology. We're having so a great time. Totally great time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Should we get into some astrology, though? I think so. Okay, amazing. Yeah. So, obviously, when we're looking at your chart, we have to start with the Sagittarius stellium. So, a stellium is when you have, like, three or more. Alice taught me this. More yeah. than one. Um, planet in a sign yeah more than three planets in a sign look at you yeah yeah so obviously you are extra credit with your five planets here um in the first house too which we can like talk a little bit more about um but I think like just starting with your opening line of the book it like the I fuck to be fucked over that opening paragraph it really reminded me you know the sextrology book that I have Mm -hmm. so I have this silly silly book that was a gift from one of my friends and it's like all about the signs it's like a bible like thick book about the signs and like sex and it also it's like iconically has like all the people my friend and her roommates slept with in college like annotated in the sidelines so it's like it's a really great <laughs> book pass that down like a family bible oh, that's yeah. amazing it's give that to the kids and tell them to keep it dry yeah but they uh, like they refer to in that book the Sagittarius like in bed it, as like the good girl who's like servicing their partner which I think when we look at Sagittarius in like other ways you wouldn't think that but I do just think that's so interesting like from your opening it would like immediately I was like oh my god I have to like reread that chunk of the book um but I think it also just like leans into like so many of the other themes in your book when you talk about like the por- the guys with the porn jobs and like all those things. So that was just like something that I noticed right that off the so bat. That is so interesting. And I yeah. really, I totally agree. I feel like I've spent my whole life just sort of like prioritizing my partner's pleasure, even though I yeah. think people would think that I'm like very self-obsessed and selfish. Totally. I don't- yeah it's like almost like looking at like they talk about it it's like looking at sex is like it's like a service job that you're doing for someone else which is like I think when you think about like a fire sign in Sagittarius it's so like self you know like self-aware and like excited yeah and I just think that's always interesting because I feel like that's something also I've had to like deal with and overcome I don't think it's particularly like healthy in terms of like prioritizing (laughs) your own pleasure I'm not sure if it's like no not at all my favorite part of being a Sagittarius you know like I would love to uh learn how to overcome that although you know I do think that I I I have some questions about my Venus placement in Libra because it's like my only major planet that's not in Sagittarius yeah and I've always felt like my love life has been like the least tumultuous part of my life like Mm -hmm. you know like I have like career drama after career drama friend drama family drama like just all this drama 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 but I feel like the the people I've dated like I've been in love four times don't have a bad thing to say about any of those boys they were all way better people than I was way nicer to me than I was to them they were great I wish them well I hope they're out there with a nice girl who is less of a burden but um but like I just feel like my love life was always the part of my life where I made the least bad choices or at least yeah the the least amount of chaotic choices um and what is Libra known for like what are what's the what's the archetypal Libra literally everything you just said so Libra is uh represented by like the scales scales. so they're always very balanced they're very like keep the peace can be a little bit like people pleaser e like I don't know if you find like if you have a crush you can kind of like morph yourself into whatever like they want you to be kind of like can get along with anyone but also very like relationship oriented um like super likable Mm -hmm. Like literally everything you just said, like described Libra to a T. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. I've, yeah, that, that makes sense. It is just like very, just like girlfriend energy. Like 
you can just like be the person they need or like you can just like find the right person for you and like yeah just like have a non-chaotic relationship even if other shit is chaotic I do think it's interesting too because you have it in your 11th house which is like ruled by Aquarius so 11th house is going to be like all like friendships community those are like the themes of that house um so I do think it's interesting like especially when you talk about like Natalie and like the crush arc there like that is like so like so that energy like I have an Aquarius Venus we talk about it a lot like there's just kind of like almost like an equal playing field in your life between like your romantic relationships and your friendships like you're never gonna like your partner is never gonna be like way above like your best friend or like I think there's one part in your book where like something happens and you like just want to talk to like just want to talk to your best friend you know instead of being like I have to run to my boyfriend like those relationships are all going to be kind of like on an equal playing field and like obviously depends on the person you're dating like sometimes that doesn't work for people sometimes they want to be like your number one person but I do think it also like could be easy for you to like have a friendship with someone and then be like okay like I'm maybe more like interested romantically or like I want to like level up from a friendship um or you might find like your relationships start as like friendships and then like move romantically just because you kind of like have all those people in that same area of your life how do you guys feel like your knowledge of astrology affects your dating life? Do you think it makes you like less stressed out because you feel like you not like know the future, but like have an understanding of what's coming up of the season you're in the season you've left behind the season ahead of you? And do you how many times have you asked a guy or girl where they were born and what time? Constantly. Constantly. We have no shame in asking (laughs) people for their information. I think we're both very like forward people anyway. So like I have no problem being like, I have a crush on you and I'd like your birth time, please. Like, you know, I love that. I love that. It's just very my vibe. I I love asking out the guy that delivered my furniture (laughs) the other day. But um yours at home, I'm chef kissing if they can't (laughs) see the gesture. ASMR stuff kissing yes um but I definitely think like I find in dating for me specifically like seeing someone else's birth chart you can just like relax about why they're acting Mm -hmm. certain ways or like if there is some sort of like transit going on you can be like this is just like honestly to shout out Alice's book again it's like about that so much of just like trust your timing like honestly I love Alice so much don't buy a scammer buy trust your timing <laughs> like I'm and then if once you finish reading that then buy scammer. Right, yeah. <laughs> there's I layers yeah. she, it must have been such a pleasure talking to someone who's like so knowledgeable about us uh, yeah. well we've also been Alice fans for like years now yeah. so it was like so like we talk ar- about her on this podcast all the time being like no fucking way yeah. yeah and like that's like how a lot of like both of us like learned from her like that's how probably like 50 percent of our knowledge like that we have on it is like Alice our no teacher way. what are the sort of questions that you asked her we talked a lot about like the timing of writing the book too which was really like transit wise for her birth chart which was really interesting she had a lot of like ninth house energy when she was writing it which is like ruled by Sagittarius so like the teacher and like the writer you're welcome Alice (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) so that was really interesting I feel like we asked we had like listeners write like little dating questions too and we asked them like personal ones yeah it was a cute episode oh my gosh I bet that was just I bet your listeners fucking loved it I mean yeah about it I'm sorry that I have to follow up the best person in the world for, for this episode. Not my best friend who's brilliant, smart, pretty, talented. Oh, no. But um, that's that sounds amazing. You know, I also have some questions about – I would love to know what – I wrote the book, mm-hmm. like, in the month of May this year. Mm-hmm. What energy was I having then in, um, in the Uh, In May, Jupiter had just entered your sixth house of work and health. So that's giving like 
a buckle up and get to work yeah it's like and yes that's exactly how it was it's got houses like what you're doing every day it's not like your career it's like what is like the work that you are getting up and like doing every day to like pay the bills or like to get you someplace oh my god I was working like I was working the same Victorian child labor (laughs) violation law like law hours that that hyphenated sentence didn't makes sense grammatically but think of that like a poem like I just threw a lot of <laughs> nouns at you to give you the yeah. idea of it and just just it. go with it but um I was working that but like at the computer yeah. I called it I called it instead of I, I don't even know what I just said instead of all those nouns about Victorian factories I called that time gremlin mode because I was just oh, totally. so in the zone working Mm-hmm. And you know what else I would love to know? Uh, we can do this later. I'm sorry. You guys have, you have a literal fucking printed out sheet in front of you. And it's I'm asking, and I'm, and I'm just a guide. Off, it's I'm a fucking guide. off-roading with just my questions about astrology. I'm so sorry. And we can do this maybe after we get through your sheet. <laughs> but um, I would love to see what was going on in my chart in September of 2019 when the cut article dropped. Oh, oh okay. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, we can definitely. We'll do that at the end. Yeah. Uh, so gremlin mode goes from this past May all the way to May 2024. So we you have a oh. whole year of Jupiter so you highlighting are still this. Still gluing like, that end paper to the back. That's of the so crazy because I haven't stopped working like 14 yeah. hours a day. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know how I'm going to survive. I was I'm, it goes out until 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is interesting because that this house is also your house of health. So Mm -hmm. it's also like maybe now if you are like overworking and that's turning into like more health issues, then you might also have to flip flop and like really focus on health for the rest of this year into next May, like finding that balance between those two things. You know, before my mom and I had what future generations will refer to as the great champagne vendor of 2023, Uh um, I went for my first run in like fucking like I don't know like six months so I am finally starting the back pain is so real that I'm like I should really stretch and yeah <laughs> like exercise if I'm gonna be like working my body this hard in yeah, terms literally. of like making bucks but um it goes until when in 2024 in like mid-May oh my god terrible news but then after that it's gonna move into your seventh house of relationships partnerships so that could be cute something to look forward to yes that I feel so disconnected from dating right now yeah I literally like I've never been less interested in just having a partner like I just like I really do feel like I need to just work 14 hours a day and just fucking like I I want to tr- I want to publish two more books before the year's over. Slay. Yeah. You do have this like the north and south node just like flipped into Aries and Libra. So that's in your 5th. Aries is in your 5th house and Libra's in your 11th house. So I that is like a very creative energy. So I feel like this is like you could pump out books. Yeah, you guys honestly I'll talk you guys remind me so much of Alice. And I hope you take that as a compliment. So okay. nice. No, Thank yeah. you. That's very. I special. love it when she when she says stuff like that. I'm like, yes. Mm, mm. Give me more. I love. It. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yes. The the notes. Tell me more about the notes. Oh, you know, can you also do that thing that Alice does, where she talks about those lines on the map, and she's I am like, going to. I am. Oh my god. Yes. Slay. Okay. Wait, I have notes I- for you. Slay, huge major, major slay that you guys know about the lines on the map. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure that's what their official name is. I'm yeah, sure they're is. called the lines on the, the map. Lines on the map with just each first letter capitalized, like the title of a, <laughs> yeah. of a proper noun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, by the way, the only thing that could make what you're set up more aesthetically appealing mm-hmm. is if you also had a can of bubbly that was like in the green palette like in a cool tone in the same way that you have a purple one no no st- I oh my god oh my god I'm screenshotting <laughs> this just just you guys should have this like no, like yes you guys should have photos of you looking like that that was adorable yeah we're Thank psychos <laughs> so no it's so cute and I, I love deeply it deeply love a theme well okay before 
we go into astrocartography. Do you want to talk about color? Oh yeah, I do. But are we recording? Yes, we are. Okay, I, I snuck it in when okay, our audio cool. wasn't working. Thank you. Okay. I do want to talk about your, tur- your turquoise. Yes. Tell me about turquoise. Tell me about color. Well, I want to ask you, I want to, has that like always been your color? Like always. Yeah. It was my mom's favorite color. Oh, nice. And I just sort of, well, I think I went through a phase when I was little, when I really liked red, um, Uh which is sort of why my, like the brand color is like, that's the secondary color for it. Since there was a time when I did like red, but it was a pretty short lived phase. Uh Uh-huh. And I, you know what, I'm if I'm really thinking about it, there might have been a pink phase when I was very little because I just wanted to fit yeah. in at school. And totally. that's, what, that's what the girls in the 90s were, yeah. <laughs> were liking. The but the cool girls. girls in the 90s were turquoise girls. Yeah, and you know what's even worse is that I didn't even have the balls to be a turquoise girly until like fucking middle school or high school. All the elementary school days, I was like, yeah, I love pink. Please like me. You know, oh, like it was the worst. Yeah. That's but um, tell me about turquoise because I really love it. And I just like, like even like my, I'm holding up a a turquoise quilt to the camera yeah. right now. Um, I don't, I don't know specifically. I know like blues are just like, cause it's like nature, like calming, like serene energy, but I don't know specifically about like turquoise too much. We just noticed that you also had a color theme. Yeah. I also would like oh, to yeah. point out that I really like the pink, green and turquoise. I know. Like, I like the color scheme of the three of us quite a lot. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's very, it's giving Powerpuff Girls. It yes. is. Yeah. It yeah. is very and I love that for us. And I we always too. have people being like, oh my God, and then I could be blue and then the, you could be the Powerpuff Girls. And we're always like, yeah, but I think you are you our true. Are. Yeah, no, true. I'm I'm true blue energy for yeah. sure, for sure. <laughs> I love that. I did have a fish named Turquoise when I was like four. It was a beta fish. It was turquoise, turquoisey. Inc- I would call. It. <laughs> that's that's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> that's my connection to the color. <laughs> or I guess, well, now that I'm thinking about it, though, turquoise is December's um birth first. Yeah, no, I didn't even know that until yeah. later. But now that I'm like, I said that, and then I'm like, wait, I have a ton, ton of turquoise jewelry because that is like the December. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love that. Okay. Cool. And your your new couch, by the way, just compliments your, ah, oh, it just looks so good. Thank the lime so green much. with the like Kelly green with the like yeah. true like watermelon magenta pink. It's so good. <laughs> it is. It is really great news. My next project is to obviously fill this wall with art. I just moved here. Like it may first was my move in. So we haven't quite reached the wall decor yet. No, honestly, for, for purposes, the blank is, yeah. is better because you guys pop and there's less visual distraction. That's true. True. Thank you. Okay. So the lines on the map. Let's jump back yeah, into let's that. Let's get into it. That's okay. Um, so it's called astrocartography. Um, we are not like big experts in astrocartography, but we like to dabble. And I made a few observations. So okay. the East Coast of the United States is like sandwiched between um, your sun line and your Mercury line. So your sun is like your core, who you are. And Mercury is writing and communications and like social media. No so I think way. That's very interesting that both that like the whole East Coast, it's like literally they like go wow. right along the East Coast. And you know what also is right by those two lines is the fucking UK, dude. Really? So, like literally your Mercury line goes straight through England and right like off the coast, like through like France is your Jupiter line. So oh, it makes wow. total sense that your writing would have like blown up in that area because of that area. Like that's, it just is to it. That's so just, interesting yeah. because I definitely feel like I want to like live in America and like be part of like New York media, but I always want to write about England. Like yeah. I, I always think that like any, yeah, I, I just, I get so much inspiration from my writing yeah. from this That's bitch true. loves a castle is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm a slut for a little castle. No, I love that. That's so interesting. Though. I'm, I'm going to cool. make a competing podcast called Castle Sluts. And it's <laughs> going to be like, Honestly, hey, that'd be amazing. Sluts. <laughs> I kind of love it. 
Yeah, I do too. I'll have you guys on as guests. Don't worry. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, let me see. Oh, I guess for Mercury too, like in your birth chart, Mercury is in your first house in Sagittarius. I to get out for me to open the door. He is yeah. like, he is not the brightest button on the cardigan. And so the none of my doors shut properly, but he has not yet figured out that if you just paw the door a little bit, it will open. He literally, he stands next to a door that's a, a jar and just is like, mother, mother, <laughs> mother, please. Open the door for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would love it if Matisse had a little British accent. I think he does. <laughs> might actually. I think, I think he might. I think you're so right but I'm, I'm so sorry for interrupting you no I'm, you're good I'm a mother I have children that are child that needs my do what you gotta do um but of course you have that mercury in your first house in Sagittarius um but I think that has so much to do with like why you've always wanted to write memoirs it's like you are interested in like expressing yourself and like bringing yourself like out into the world and communicating about the self and your like experiences. Um, that is so interesting. So my Mercury's yeah. in Jupiter. In your first house. In your first, in house, my first in your house. house. Sorry, sorry. My, in yes, my mm-hmm. Mercury. Yeah, you can, I'm so sorry, listeners at home. I know a this is a planet. change from, uh, from Alice. Change me like, so my Mercury's in Jupiter, right? Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm really doing my best here. I also think like the, I guess like Sagittarius Mercury's, it's not like the most like easily conveyed. Um, Like you're not like the best communicator always. I have this placement too. And I just feel like sometimes I like don't like people, like what I'm trying to say is not always like coming out exactly how I mean, or people don't understand what I mean. But I think that's like kind of like a nice arc of like your story being like told through someone else's like voice originally and then like now you have like the opportunity to like put your book out and have your words but I kind of think that like struggle to like who's telling your story and like who's the voice behind it kind of has that Sagittarius Mercury energy of being like I am trying to tell you what's going on but like all these other people or these other outlets are like kind of like taking my story and like putting their own like instead of you just being able to share. Totally. And sometimes I feel like low-key borderline autistic in the sense that like I will express something to a friend and I will, or more often to like an acquaintance, my friends know me well enough that they like, this doesn't happen so often with people who know me super well, but like with an acquaintance, like sometimes I find like, I'll make a joke that like, they just I don't know that they they thought I was being meaner than I meant to be or they all talk about something and express like that I was really sad when I really like wasn't that upset like it was just like more like a passing sadness and I'll just like be way way too dramatic about it or something like that yeah Yeah. so I totally find that like as much as I want to I think part of the reasons I want to be a a memoirist so bad is that sometimes I do struggle to like express myself um like in the moment Mm -hmm. no I think that's so interesting I mean like Aubrey knows like my whole thing in life is like I just want to write books like I want (gasps) to be like so I get you but I think I think it's very similar in that like I just want I want to like tell my story in like a thoughtful way because I don't always like in day to day I'm just like saying shit and sometimes it hits sometimes it doesn't sometimes Sometimes it's not what I meant you know it does not hit yeah no (laughs) always say that writers are the people who think of the right thing to say two to five years after the right moment has passed you know (laughs) like if only I like I could go back seven years in time and like give that person the perfect retort or piece of advice (laughs) like I would have killed it I would kill it if I had a time machine but um but that's so cool that you want to be a writer what what sort of books are you working on I'm not working on anything right now. I have like a lot of, I always like, I had like a blog, like fashion blog, like eight years ago, whenever that was like a thing. Um, So I always like wrote and I had like newsletters and things like that, but I want to write like, I want to write like a creative, like manifesto-y guide, kind of like self-help-y. And then I want to write like a fictionalized version of myself. 
Love. I, like I want to write like a fiction, but I want it to be about me. I just, I want to like, I'm a Sagittarius. I want to emphasize it way too much that it's not real, but yeah, I want to write like a West loop advertising girly book. Love. I think it would be like, I think it would be a I, hit. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And auto fiction is so popular. Yeah. It's like so fucking trendy too. That'll yeah. be a publisher would eat that up. And especially, I I would love the idea of a creative manifesto thing because I just feel like I I feel like we got the artist's way, and then there just like haven't been enough good books like about the nitty gritty creative process since then. So like yeah. I cannot wait to buy both of those books. Thank I'm you. I'm the demographic for both of those. <laughs> Thank you so much. But yeah, I think exactly like things have just changed so much, and I think like any everyone can be an artist, and everyone can do things. You just have to like have to just believe in yourself. You know, it's the totally. kind of shit I want to write. <laughs> I love inspiring. Thank you. I love, um, I guess also on like same Sagittarius energy, I feel like so much, like we're big, like celeb memoir. We're, we're fans of that podcast, but I think something that came up so much when you were talking to them is like truth. And I guess like I, for me, it just like, doesn't, doesn't matter. And I just think it's such like a Sagittarius, like interesting theme. I think Sagittarius are often known for like pushing and embellishing the story and like some people take that as lying and some like I just think like I mean from my experience of you I think you're like telling your truth like I think you're telling your story and I think you as like an artist have the opportunity to like do that but I think it is interesting from like other perspectives like I don't know like do you owe anyone the truth what is the truth like just that kind of like those themes are very Sagittarius like very philosophical kind of like those kinds of themes I just think it's interesting that's like come up a lot surrounding you because that is like very sad energy my theory is that as a memoirist you can take creative liberties with any detail in the story that doesn't actually like change the main point of the story or like the Mm -hmm. main meaning of the story like if you have a story that's about I don't know something that happened at the grocery store yeah. Um, and you just for what you decide to make the event happen at the same day as something else, just to like make the plot go faster. Or if you can't remember what you were wearing, so you just like make up an outfit. Or if you mm-hmm. like any detail that doesn't actually like mess with the plot, yeah. I think you like are like fundamentally change the events you're describing. I think you're allowed to be creative with it. But if you, anything that like starts to fuck with the event itself, Mm -hmm. I think that you have to, you can't, you can't dilly dally in that that area. You've got to be a stickler for facts. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, but I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people would have a problem with like me saying that something happened the same day as something else for plot. I think a lot of people would look at that and be like, that's a lie. That's a lie. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, I totally agree. Like for me, it's like, okay, that's irrelevant to this, like the events story. It just makes the book run smoother. No, that's so interesting. It's nice to hear from your perspective too. Cause I'm always like, I just like, I don't know, like Ob knows me. I like, I just like, don't, I'm a big picture person. Like, I don't like that kind of stuff doesn't trip me up, but it doesn't mean that like it can't trip up other people. So it's like, yeah, that's, I think that's such a nice take. Totally. Cool. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, something else that is also very Sagittarius that we haven't hit yet is like higher yeah. education. Oh, really? Next no on my list. Way. 
Yeah. Wait, yeah. I'm no way. I love, I love higher yeah. education. <laughs> I know, I know. Wait, why is it, why is it so Sagittarius? It just, that's like what Sagittarius rules. Yeah. So Sag rules like. No way. Like travel, higher education, like that's, those kinds of like institutions, like universities. Wow. Um, the Caroline philosophy. Brand is actually so Sagittarius. It's yeah. yeah. It's like yes. travel and higher education. Are you kidding I know. me? <laughs> I know. It's so funny. And I think just like to like, obviously you went to like from like boarding school to NYU to Cambridge. And then even when you talk about like Yale and like the other, like that's all just like that kind of like, yeah, it's all <laughs> yeah. in that world. It's so interesting. And I want to hear. And then in your next book, when you're going to talk about your Virginia experience, your other boarding school experience. Yeah all that shit. It's so Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. uh, Alice will be a main character in that. In <laughs> I can't that yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah. And then we'll have you both back on the podcast together. Yeah, that is crazy. I didn't know that about Sagittarius. That's, yes. I love that. I love yeah. that. That's so brand. So Sagittarius also rules the ninth house, which is where your Chiron is, which mm -hmm. I don't know if Alice has taught you. Chiron is like the wounded healer. It is where like we find our like deepest like core wounds and it's where we like can heal ourselves, but also others. And so that is in your house of like philosophy, higher education, travel. So I feel like all of these like escapades that you have found are the core of who you are that you like now get to share and like other people get to like learn about all these different things and your experience and what it's like mm -hmm. is just also yeah. so that I've always felt like I've always felt like my life is like in service of the books that I want to write like living these plots and yeah. so that I can write about them I really like I when I was little, I definitely thought that the castles would make me truly happy. Little oh, did I know they were just like, the depression was quite strong and the castles would just be like a minor bump of delight, you know, like yeah. not me comparing delight to cocaine, but anyways, <laughs> it would just be like yeah. a, a minor little hit of yeah. pleasure. But um, I've, I, st I stuck with it and I still wanted to pursue those worlds because I just always felt like the greatest contribution that I could give, honestly, like society, like wouldn't be as a doctor or, right. you know, a, a scientist, like it would be writing books about travel and higher education. That's so crazy. That's <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, Wait. I love this. Okay, this is kind of a segue, but did you watch like the most recent season of Never Have I Ever? No, what what is it? Okay, that show on so Netflix, good. it's so good. It's called Never Have I Ever, but the main character is obsessed with going to Yale. Like it's like she spends all of high school like Princeton. trying, or oh, it's Princeton. Yeah. Oh, someone else is Yale. Yeah. But it's, okay, it's Princeton, but mm -hmm. she's just dying to go to Princeton. And there like literally is a scene where like they ditch their New York City like field trip and she just like goes to Princeton and is like walking around the campus and stuff. And I just was like picturing that during like, is that part of your book <laughs> yeah what is, what is, never have I ever I've never even heard of it it's such a cute show it's like high school arc like I think it's it's literally four seasons and it follows like Davy, the main character like through high school but it's like it's a Mindy Kaling one um but it's she wrote it right yeah yeah but it's it's really cute and it's like it's just like a really good like she's just like a real girl like she's angry and she's pissed off and she has like it's just she, like such fucks a good, up yeah, like her like, friends are like mad at her and you're like yeah Davy, you kind of fucked up here it's like such a good you portrayal of, yeah. like yeah just like a real high school girl and like the shit you have to go through I'm absolutely going to put this on in the yeah, background I think you would like factory. it yeah so I mean I cannot I cannot stop to watch this show, but I will no. listen to it like an audiobook yes. while I glue while I glue my little books together. I think it's a good show to do that. Yeah, like you can under you can understand what's happening just by yeah. listening. I um yeah, I love I love that she does that in that show. I really recommend it. I think it's very <laughs> inspiring and it like it's a little delusional, but I say this in the book. 
like I think sometimes when you're running low on hope and the odds are really stacked against you or maybe the odds are stacked against you or you're just having trouble believing in yourself maybe you're just running low on confidence Mm -hmm. and you need some hope I think you know self-delusion can be a really good a really good substitute to get you through some of the hard times yeah we're a huge delusion people we really believe (laughs) in it too (laughs) we recommend it to everyone (laughs) I love love the, the the sentence yeah, we're huge delusion people. <laughs> we really are. Incredible. A little more fun that way. <laughs> um, do we want to get into like the release? Do you want to? Do you have other? Yeah, let's get into the release, and then I'll I can talk about Pluto at the end. Yeah, maybe. cool. Okay, fun. Plan. <gasps> okay. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> By the way, for the listeners at home who aren't seeing any video. These girls have papers, plural, <laughs> plural yes. papers. We've got Google Docs, with, yeah, printed covered out with typing. These girls right. came prepared. <laughs> um, because we also would just talk shit for two hours, so we we had something to root us back in. Be like, wait, what were we here? Why to are do we doing? That? Yeah, yeah, we we're on a podcast, right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I just took, like, I literally took the daily horoscope for, um, your release of the book. I'm using June 12th. Does that work? Like when you started putting yeah. shipping out? Cool. Yes. So the moon was in, this is Annabelle Gat too, to credit the astrologer. Um, the moon in Aries connects with Mars and Leo, inspiring a fun, exciting atmosphere. You might feel a bit competitive, romance and creativity flow. The moon aligns with the sun in Gemini, which can bode well for communication. I'm like, how, what a special release day. Yeah, that is such a special release day. I fucking love that. Thank you so much for looking that up. Yeah, I thought that was nice. And too, like the moon in Aries, like, and then also Mars and Leo, you have all that like fire sign energy on your side supporting your Sagittarius might be feeling a little competitive right (laughs) what what none of that when you read that yeah I know like perfect little just like gotta get that shit out there um but also like good for communication so obviously like you got a lot of good write-ups people were talking about it people were excited like I think that's just like it's fun to like look back on things I feel like too like things that already happened and you're like oh my god yeah that shit did go well have you read the horoscope for the first day that you put out your first episode? Maybe we haven't. I we don't have know. like everything in Libra though. Yes. We have like a Libra stellium for our podcast. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. <laughs> very, love. very sweet lovey-dovey vibes over here. Yeah. As someone who has only one non-Sagittarius major planet, or at <laughs> least like, wait, I, do I have other planets and not in Sagittarius? Uh, the farther away ones, yeah. the next like oh. closest is you have Jupiter in Aquarius. Oh, I have an Aquarius. Or, no, sorry, sorry, Saturn, Saturn okay. in Aquarius. But yeah, so Jupiter in your 10th house is in Virgo. And I think that is like, um, Jupiter is obviously like expansion and abundance. And then the 10th house is like your public life. So I feel like you've always like, from whether it's like Instagram or like the press or like, and you know, any kind of like public facing outlet, like that always very much like propelling you outward into the world and like through your career, very like abundant and exciting and like very like pushing you out there. Totally. Um, and I've always wanted to be famous. I've always been pushing yeah. myself out there. Yeah. Like, totally. Literally, yeah. Which I, then actually the Saturn being in your third house yeah. makes even more sense than Jupiter being there because you have all this abundance in being in a public role in your career. But then there is this restriction on your third house of communication and like writing. So it's like you are famous, but then like what there's something that is still holding you back from like doing the thing that you want to be doing in order that like or like that you're saying yeah. you want to be doing totally no I I really god bless the girlies out there who can live events worth writing about and write about them in more or less real time I mean like no yeah. one's out there with a laptop at 
like on the dance floor or whatever or like <laughs> on the back of a Vespa having an adventure in Rome while currently typing it like I'm obviously like not saying like I wish I was that because that doesn't exist but I there, I do think that there exists some girls who like can then go home or like wake up the next day or even the next day later that weekend but like within sort of real time start to make that into art not me I need I need I need to move to Florida where I don't know (laughs) anyone and live a monastic life where like I'm either only living the plot or I'm only recording Mm -hmm. the plot like Mm -hmm. I I have no ability to do both at the same time and Saturn is kind of like a late bloomer too so like I think you will be able to work through those restrictions you feel in those like writings and communications like over time and they will like blossom god I fucking hope so quote unquote like later in life yeah have you guys had your Saturn return yet Mm -mm. we're next yeah (laughs) yeah in like two years yeah we will no way you know I am I in one of my phases when I was like really into astrology, I looked up when my Saturn return started and it started almost the day. So like I didn't move to Florida until March of 2022, okay. but it took a long time to figure out like getting the movers and mm-hmm. like really deciding to do it and like figuring out an arrangement with my family where I could like take care of grandma and stay in the condo and like just sort out all the logistics of it. But almost to the day that I decided I was going to like leave New York and like go sort out my life and finally fucking write this book was like almost to like the day that oh, the yeah. the return started. Which was in your third house then. Yeah. Of like writing and communication. Mm-hmm. I... I love that. What are the and difference? Also, like between- people close to you too. Yeah. So like not necessarily family, but that does kind of make sense. Like the people around you and trying to figure out those like logistics of like how you're gonna live and what who's you're gonna, gonna do, be, who's, who's gonna, gonna be, be there. around you. Yeah. Are you guys nervous for your Saturn returns? Um, or excited? Or I don't know. Neither I'd or both. Like, or- I don't know. I like mine's in my seventh house, so that's like very rom. It's giving romantic. Um, a drama, perhaps. <laughs> a Wait, drama. drama. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. I think it's so interesting because it's like it's just one of those things where I feel like it could either be like so posy, like you're just like propelled into like posy vibes, or you could just be like fuck. Like it really could go either way. Where is yours? The twelfth house. Oh yeah, that's scary. <laughs> that isn't that My... the one of like mysteries and yeah. big yeah. life or death questions yeah it's just like your subconscious things that are like hidden so it is just giving like I just don't even feel like I can even prepare for mine yeah whatever I think I'm preparing for it like it's gonna be the shit that honestly that's terrifying that I don't know about I'm stressed out I'm stressed (laughs) out for you but it's honestly for someone who's just I think mine like just how long do they last three three years years. yeah Mm -hmm. I would say mine started in like the fall of 2021 I can't remember the exact date yeah. so maybe you can figure it out for me um I, can, I can look it up yeah I'm like yeah I kind of um, remember but I don't when, but but whenever it started it honestly it's been really tough but it's truly like before my Saturn return I had a terrible reputation I'd never published any books my life was kind of in shambles um even though I definitely like didn't want it to change because it just like I think humans think change is scary like I think we're just creatures of of routine and sameness and familiarity um but the past three years have like helped my life so much like I'm so much happier with how my life is yeah now I'm it's like a lot but like yeah I trust that like post Saturn return it'll be like okay that was a lot but like we're yeah where we're supposed to be now yeah yes yes that's exactly how I feel about it I feel like like my dreams have come true you know like it yeah like it's even if it's your 12th house I I bet you'll feel like your dreams have come true when it's all done and the dust is settled that's beautiful okay (laughs) that's so nice 
Well, um, I had to say something nice. Twelfth house, scary yeah. as fuck. Are you kidding me? She said, "My condolences." Here's maybe pausing. Yeah. I'm like, we absolutely need a small pep talk break right, right now. Literally, <laughs> yes. Okay, I think there's just one more thing that we want to talk about is okay. a current like transit that you're going through. Well, everyone's going through it, but we're going to talk about it in regards to you. Um, and that is Pluto. So Pluto was in your second house of like things you own, your possessions, your money, your values from 2008 up until um, just earlier this year, up until March of this year. And then now currently, actually the day before your book, it Okay, wait, sorry. I'm explaining this so weirdly. It was in your second house. Then in March of this year, it moved into your third house and then now is retrograding. And on June 11th, so the day before your book came out, it retrograded back into your second house. So you maybe see Pluto is a planet of like transformation and like death and rebirth. So like the the major theme in your life since 2008 has been like, your relationship to money and what you value mm-hmm. and everything. And I think it's so interesting that like, then you came out of it, maybe you like wrote the book when it was in your third house. And then as soon as like it came out, like maybe you're like oh, wow. going back to like reassessing and reflecting back on like those themes and like how they show up in your book. Um, but Pluto does move back into your third house again in January. Yeah. So it'll move in January. It'll officially move back into your third house for the next 20 years. So like now you're going to totally transform your communications, how you like use social media, how you write. I'm just really excited for you. Yeah. I, love, I, I love this. Thank you so much for, for honestly giving me the most fun astrological reading one could ever ask for like I literally I literally yeah I I'm just thinking of all the good times we had there was couch boy there was the spider there was the the talking about colors there was we had a lot of fun (laughs) yeah I have one more question though before we go Mm -hmm. what was going on in my chart September September 2019 yeah we're gonna look and I have so much respect for you guys that you can do this math in your head, like that you can turn the, the like the. We're also Googling. We're, no, we're Googling. Okay, okay September. But... Do you have a specific date or just like? Yes, September 12th. 12th, 2019. Okay, let's see what's going on here. Okay, you had a ton of stuff in your 10th house, dude. Oh my God, it's all, you had the sun, Mars, Mercury, and Venus all in your 10th house of public roles. And like Mars is directly on top of Jupiter, which like Mars is very much like why people do not like you. Like on your Mars line on the map, like if you go to those places, people usually just like don't don't, vibe with you there. They don't, yeah, they don't like you there. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah, it's so wild. I love, I love this shit. See, this is- (laughs) So people were coming for you publicly, essentially, Uh, which is what happened. Oh, they were, they were. (laughs) (laughs) I was not getting glowing reviews in the New Yorker and having champagne vendors with my mom. There was, it was none of that. (laughs) It was was a different time. time. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, that's yeah, Also, wow. Jupiter was transiting right on top of your sun and ascendant, like in your first house. So it's like a lot of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was, like that whole year was speak. like you. Twi- you on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was too much of a main character moment, one might say. It was like, I was like, I could be the side character for a while. I wouldn't mind. Totally. Like, I, I could be the sidekick now. I'm I'm cool with it. First time I've ever said that in my whole Sagittarius <laughs> life. Literally. But I thank you guys so much for having thank me. You so thank much. you. This was so much fun. No, thank you so much. And also your voices are both so amazing. Especially your voice, Danny. Like I 
I love your little vocal fry. You're like, okay, so, and I just love it so much. That's my, thank that's you my so much. Yeah. It's, People it's on gorgeous. YouTube and TikTok don't always love it. So I really <laughs> appreciate the compliment. Yeah, they're, they're jealous. They they're jealous. It. Yeah. They don't get it. And please, please, please. I want a personal text in our thread about what happens with couch boy when he gets back from Ibiza. <laughs> okay. Amazing. I'm literally amazing. done. Have you asked him his birth date and time? No, I don't think. Well, we're it's, I guess there, it's just not that serious then. I'm it's also just... like DMing his couch account. Like I don't have <laughs> a furniture now. Sell couches professionally? What is going on? Yes. It's like a lo- like a local person that like, like, <gasps> like vintage furniture. furniture. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he has a couch account. No, it's like his, I think it's like his full-time gig. Wow. Yeah. Kind of hot. I yeah, I mean, uh, I just like I'm honestly so jealous. The men in Florida really do. If you read my book, you'll hear yeah. me make lots of jokes about how they all have porn jobs. Like they all <laughs> they're plumbers and pool boys and they deliver pizzas and they they're tennis yeah. coaches and they're surf instructors and like what I would give for like it a woke guy in a beanie with like stick and t- poke tattoos <laughs> running a, a vintage couch account I, I would give, yeah. give my left arm for that right now like I'm literally like I'm so deprived of culture <laughs> like I want the ca- give me the vintage couch account boys like where where are they they don't exist in Florida there's not yeah. a single whole state well okay now someone's gonna find the one guy who does yeah, have like he's here yeah, I'm sorry, but this guy in fucking Boca Raton <laughs> loves couches. But um, but I have not met a single guy who has a vintage couch account in Florida, and I don't think I will. I'm not even getting my hopes up. But um, but I I do want an update on when he gets back from. No, for sure. Show. For listen, sure. I don't know if we know each other well enough for me to say this, so I'm not going to finish the sentence. I'm only going to say half of it. But you know where you have to fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, and on that note, thank you. Yeah. On the bucket list now. I yeah. I have a friend, our Leo friend, his, her like new joke is that like, because I keep being in these scenarios with hot people and she's like, Aubrey, I don't know how many times I have to tell you, I think you should just take your shirt off in these scenarios. I love it. I love see it. See what happens. Just see what happens. Honestly, honestly, try it once. And also include that information in the group text. Oh my god, we should add Alice to it. Love it. I'm gonna add her. I'm gonna add her right now. That's so cute. Okay, I love it. Well, thank you so much for having you. Also, I I really loved the book. I don't even know if we said anything about the book. We loved reading it. Yes, so it was wonderful. I'm gonna mail you guys. I read it on this couch. So (laughs) yeah, that'd be great. That's one of many things I hope you do on that couch. But I'll send you guys hard copies. I, I had a delightful time and it was so nice meeting you. And I can't wait for our next episode with Alice. Yes. I know. We'll just <laughs> keep going. Oh my gosh. I hope I didn't mess up the recording. No, you're said. good. But we're going to oh, get kicked okay. off. So okay. it was Goodbye. so nice to meet you. <laughs>